taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC pals, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and I'm your host, David Zatella. And our rock star today is a, a gentleman whom I've ne- never met, and I guess that means you never, you've never met him either. He's the senior PPC strategist for Portent, a very uh, highly esteemed agency in the Seattle area, and a uh, avid follower of the C- Seattle Sounders, as he will explain. And he is Ryan Muthart. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you, David. Um, I ca- you came to my attention through uh, uh, someone who saw your um, presentation at Hero-, Hero Conference recently, and uh, very good material about uh, executing a successful local PPC strategy. So uh, why don't you pretend you're in front of the audience and, and uh, just give the presentation and we'll talk every now and then. Sounds good. I think this will be a little bit less daunting since I don't have about 100 eyes on me while I'm doing <laughs> right, this. Right, right. <laughs> so, yes, thank you, David. Again, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I gave a presentation at Hero Conference about local PPC specifically. Um, relatively quick presentation, about 15 minutes. Uh, but again, interject along the way, and I'll be happy to you know riff and answer any questions that you have. Great. Um, so first, just a quick few quick things about me. I am the senior PPC strategist at Portent, which is a full-service digital marketing agency based in Seattle and has been since 1995. I've been at Portent since 2010, so going on about seven years now. Another quick thing about me is that I am a published author. Uh, I published a book last year called Towards Cascadia. It has absolutely nothing to do with marketing or PPC or anything like that, but if any of your listeners are interested in uh, regional identity in North America or anything like that. If they've heard of Cascadia before in the Pacific Northwest, uh, check it out. Hashtag hey, shameless plug. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm, I, I will check it out. All right. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Let me know what you think if you ever get to I, I will. I will. <laughs> Perfect. And then as you said, I am an avid follower of the Seattle Sounders. Um, in fact, so uh, I currently live in Chicago and have for the past three or four years. Um, I'm moving back to Seattle soon in July, fingers crossed. Um, I have gone back to the Portland office in Seattle about once a quarter in the past few years, and I've scheduled my work trips around when the Seattle Sounders nice. have games. <laughs> Very nice. So, Very smart. Yeah, big time follower. Um, all right. So those are you know quick facts about me, and uh, let's get to the, the meat here of the presentation, which is all about local PPC and doing it uh, well and efficiently. Um, So there are three takeaways that I wanted the audience at HeroConf to get away uh, from this presentation. I guess uh, there are three takeaways I want your listeners to get away from this little talk today. Um, The first thing is uh, understanding radius targets well uh, and how they differ from other location targeting types in AdWords or Bing ads. The second takeaway uh, are the different settings and options that you need to take advantage of if you're going to do local PPC well uh, and efficiently. And then the third takeaway is that the uh, is the importance of having a conversion on your website, even if you don't have um, like e-commerce capabilities or anything like that. Um, so those are the three key takeaways. Sounds good. Uh, but first, I want to talk about what local PPC is and who it's for, because uh, it's not for everyone. Um, basically, local PPC is for businesses that depend on their local population. Uh, 
two examples of uh, businesses that would use a local PPC strategy are restaurants um, and uh, service shops, you know, like auto repair shops or something like that. There are plenty of other examples I'm sure that you and your listeners can think of right off. Uh, but basically, in order for value to be generated for these businesses, they depend on people actually coming into their physical location. And, and so this type of strategy includes three key things. One is the need for very granular location targets, understandably. Uh, the other is that typically people who run a local PPC strategy has, have very rigid or tight budgets, uh, and they don't have a lot of room for error. Uh, and likewise, on that same notion of not having any room for error, there's usually a hyper focus on conversions, making sure that every nickel and dime that you spend in an AdWords or Bing Ads account really uh, counts for something and is able to generate some sort of potential value for you. Uh, so the first thing that I want to cover and is the I think the most important thing about the local PPC and is probably my favorite thing about PPC in general. Uh, and I'm not kidding, it's radius targets. And I know that sounds so simple, and I'm sure your some of your audience uh, listening to this right now are going like, you know, well, you know, it's not that exciting. I know what a radius target is, but it, it really, they're amazing. I love them. Um, so, uh, you know, a radius target is exactly what it sounds like uh, for those of you who have never really dived into the specifics of location targeting in AdWords or Bing ads. Basically, you set an address or you drop a pin on a map, and then you set a radius of how uh, far away from that pin you want the circle of your location targeting to be. Very self-explanatory. Um, but it's pretty remarkable in its simplicity. Uh, radius targets can be more granular than, let's say, a target for a specific city, uh, but they can also be more flexible than a target for, let's say, a specific town or zip code even within a larger urban area. And if you compare that to any uh, standard target and I know if, if any of your listeners are in AdWords right now and just have an account open, uh, they can go you know, to the location targeting in either AdWords or Bing Ads and just pick a, a predefined target that either AdWords or Bing Ads has. Um, though I showed an example in the Hero Conference presentation about uh, there's a standard or predefined target in AdWords called downtown Seattle. Uh, and I showed what that looked like. And it's very specific. The borders are very... Uh, particular. Um, it, it does not look like a simple circle at all, um, but it is very precise. And then I compared that side-by-side uh, -side and an overview of a radius target where the center of that radius is like on the edge of, of that border. And I, I proposed an example of, let's say your business is right here in the city of Seattle where, you know, you know your audience of people who would be looking for you are in the downtown area, but you're not strictly located downtown. Um, you obviously don't want to uh, necessarily rely solely on that downtown Seattle location target. Let's say if you're on the periphery and you want to capture people downtown, but other people in the immediate area of your business, let's say within the, the nearest half mile, for example, that doesn't necessarily fall within the boundaries of that predefined target. So you can use radius targets uh, either instead of, or as I would recommend probably to a client, in addition to the standard target to make mm. sure that you have uh, full coverage of the immediate vicinity around your store. Gotcha. And the reason I say I would recommend in addition to is that we have tested this several times at Portant with different accounts where we have put a radius target uh, around the similar sized area of a predefined target. 
uh, it, it, you know, sometimes it's a town, sometimes it's a combination of two or three zip codes. And we try to make sure that the radius target is closely aligning as, as much as we can with the area that we're targeting with the predefined targets. And we found that consistently when we use that additional radius target to kind of uh, capture any additional uh, clicks and impressions within that same area, we consistently found that we were getting around 10% more ad impressions, um, even mm. though the, the radius target is covering around the same area. And we asked Google um, and tried to just ask them to explain why that is. Uh, and they basically, their answer was uh, the predefined targets uh, rely on several signals, uh, as they call them, uh, and some of which are like a user's past search history, which requires a user to be logged into Google. So Google has access to that information. Radius targets primarily rely on just physical indicators, like Wi-Fi hotspot signals and GPS signals. And that's why we were seeing so uh, or at least a small amount of additional ad impressions and clicks in those same exact areas that the predefined targets were already covering. Uh, and so if you were to use, let's say, a predefined target and then a radius target, which captures maybe the periphery of that predefined target, but also uh, a swath of area around your location that isn't covered by that predefined target, you can uh, better ensure that the users who generate an ad impression are actually near you and are uh, primarily signaling AdWords with a physical location indicator right. Uh, right. that they are indeed near you. Good point. Um Ryan, I'm going to ask you to pause at this point because we've got some really important messages from our sponsors. Listeners, stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. 
Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Ryan Muthart talking about local PPC and have been talking about uh, targeting, geotargeting, using uh, radius targeting as opposed to uh, city or state level targeting. Uh, one thing I wanted to add is that um, if if the radius does not totally completely encompass the area that is uh, uh, intended to be targeted, uh, the radius uh, targeting can be nested or overlaid so that uh, even if you uh, occupy almost all the same spaces as, the, as radius number one, you can have the second radius kind of peeking out and, and occupying a, a space that you want additionally. Yeah, absolutely. And that is a strategy that I often recommend to clients or implement uh, on their behalf uh, when they they hire agency. Um, in my experience, and I've been we've been executing this strategy for a number of years now with uh, businesses, either small or enterprise level uh, accounts that need local PPC strategy. That nested overlay very very effective in our experience, and I would recommend that to anybody listening that thinks a local PPC strategy might be for them for sure. Hey, make sure to um, mention the advanced location option that you talk about in your slides, because uh, I think that's a common mistake that people make to their detriment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this, uh, we're moving to the second takeaway now of just other settings and options and I think need to take advantage of if you're gonna do local PPC well. The first one is that targeting method. Uh, this is on the campaign level in AdWords and I believe Bing Ads as well. Basically the default targeting method is uh, AdWords will show impressions for people in searching for who or who show interest in your target location. And, you know, they say that's that's recommended. Um, but if you really depend on only people that are immediately around you, uh, especially for small businesses, you want to change that targeting option to people in my targeting location only. Uh, and that will better ensure that every nickel and dime that you spend in any of your AdWords campaigns are going uh, two people who are at least eligible and physically capable of coming to your location of business within a timely manner. Right. You don't want to be accidentally, you know, if you're based in Seattle and you're really dependent on that local, uh, 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 if you're based in Seattle and you really want to uh, make sure that your ad impressions go to that immediate location vicinity, uh, if you leave that targeting option on the default method, that recommended method that AdWords and Bing Ads has, you could potentially show an ad impression for, let's say, somebody in San Francisco who's looking for, uh, you know, insert your business type here in Seattle. Well, I'll, 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 go, I'll go you one further, which is um, I have always seen that when the default is checked, uh, ads are definitely served outside of the geographic area that's been specified. Uh, so there really isn't any reason not to use or not to uh, change that default. And in fact, everyone, every single campaign ever run should be uh, set to people in my targeted location. So make sure ad advertisers that you go in and change that when you're setting up a new campaign. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I've never encountered a situation where we would leave that on the default. Right. Um, so definitely change that method. Yep. Uh, there are a couple other things in terms of options and settings that I think you know you definitely need to take advantage of to do this well. Uh, this may seem you know self-explanatory or very intuitive, but 
I want to point this out because it is incredibly important. And it's to use your bid modifiers on ad schedules and device types, um, especially with local PPC. And especially in the last year or two, the impact and importance of mobile targeting is huge. Uh, and you want to take advantage of those uh, mobile bid modifiers to ensure that, you know, let's say if your main conversion point uh, is like a click to call and you want people to call your place of business, uh, making sure that you're bidding up for mobile in many, many instances is mm. very, very important. Definitely. Uh, and likewise, using those bid modifiers and setting your ad schedules, there's no reason for you to be bidding 100% on certain keywords at 2 a.m. when you're not open, for example. And that's especially true if you have a very small budget to work yep. with. Good point. And then uh, last thing before we get specifically to conversions, uh, is that if you are a business that has maybe franchises or several locations and you want to keep everything organized in one account, I would strongly recommend using a consistent account or campaign and ad group template where basically, uh, especially if you have certain locations where you need to make sure the total amount spent in your account is equitable among, excuse me, among each of your locations, uh, Use those templates so you basically you have a campaign or set of campaigns per store location, and you can ensure that the budget set at that campaign level are relatively equal or at least equitable to each location. And you can make sure that everything in your account is is organized uh, and consistent. Um, and that way, if you are in charge of making sure that you have several locations that need equitable and equal treatment uh, and preference, uh, you're not accidentally playing favorites or right. favoring one store over another. Right. Good point. Um, so that's those are the additional settings uh, that I would highly recommend any of your listeners to take advantage of if they have local PPC accounts. And the last thing I want to get to before just talking about um, how well this has worked for Portland specifically is the importance of conversions. And this is so true even if you do not have e-commerce capabilities. Um, you need to have an on-site conversion that correlates in some way with in-store success. And some examples of what that might be, as I mentioned just a moment ago, click to call. You could also have something like make a reservation, get directions, find a store, etc. But you should have conversions either in Google Analytics or Google AdWords or Bing Ads or all of the above, plus additional analytics if you want them. I find that you can never really have too many analytics it's good stuff. Uh, make sure that you set conversion points for those on-site actions and keep them consistent over time. Because uh, otherwise, you're never going to be able to tell uh, if the money that you're putting towards these campaigns is actually doing anything for you. Yep. And it's important to be able to, to identify those users who make some sort of action that indicate that they may come to your store versus somebody who just hits your homepage and then leaves. Excellent. Excellent point. So basically, I presentation, I highlighted two examples, large-scale examples that we have done important in the last few years where we have completely uh, restructured the client's account and implemented this type of local PPC strategy using all of these options, using radius targets, using campaign templates, uh, making sure that they have conversions set up appropriately, even with no e-commerce capabilities. Um, and in both examples, I won't go through them one by one here. Uh, because your listeners can't see the slides, but in both examples, we saw triple-digit percentage increase in conversions in the three months prior compared to the three months, or excuse me, in the three months after compared to the three months prior. Uh, we saw 
between 25 and like 60% decrease in the average cost per conversion. And we saw huge increases in the conversion rates in both instances. Uh, one account had uh, almost had their conversion rate double, 91% increase in conversion rate. And the other one had their in conversion rates increase on average by 47%. Nice. Uh, so this this works. We have done this not only for these two examples, but countless of small business clients that have very tight budgets. Um, that's one thing that we specialize in at Portant is small business clients. Um, this works. So if you're, if you're ever in doubt, if you're hesitant, if any of your listeners are, are hesitant uh, to maybe restructure your account, and I understand that that's kind of a daunting endeavor, uh, do it methodically. Test out with a couple of locations or campaigns first to make sure that this is going to work for you. And if you see it working, and I you know, certainly hope and expect that you will uh, just methodically uh, plan out a full account build in phases and just tackle it, you know, one piece at a time. Because when this is done and you see the data after two or three months of full implementation, your conversion metrics specifically should look way, way better than what you uh, had been doing or are currently doing now. Excellent. Hey, listen, um, you have uh, taken a pause at exactly the right time. We've got a few more messages from our sponsors. So, uh, Ryan, please stay with us. And listeners, don't go away. Hey, Ryan? Yes. Uh, let's, uh, let's go into kind of a free-form, unstructured, uh, additional uh, local tips sure. uh, after this break. And we've got five minutes, so we don't have to go on for too long. But uh, I've got a couple questions I'll ask you, and, and then we can just take it from there. Sounds good. All right. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn so you can reach us before and after every program located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. 
the pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Ryan Mutart from Portland and uh, talking about local, local advertising, PPC advertising. Um, got a couple of questions for you. Um, do you use Facebook much for, for local advertising? Uh, I personally don't because I'm specialized specifically in search, uh, Google AdWords and Bing Ads, but our social team absolutely does. Okay. Um, another question is some local advertisers feel that um, their, their uh, uh, call or their, their phone call tracking uh, where the phone number is displayed in the ad or it's uh, dialed when an ad is clicked on a mobile device. Some advertisers feel that uh, they don't want an 800 number. Uh, They want a suffix that corresponds to uh, their physical locations. Um, Or they want their own phone number because they want to make sure that their their kind of branded phone number uh, persists even beyond the ad. do you have any data or feelings about either of those? We have had clients, certainly in the past, that have been very particular about that. Um, that type of solution, if you want to keep that phone number consistent, usually requires a third-party call tracking software that has that capability to show a number to the user. But technically, when they click that extension or uh, you know anything similar, that a different number is technically called so you can track it properly. Uh, and usually that's done dynamically. Uh, so I would encourage users to seek out uh, a third-party option if, if they are wanting to do that. In our experience at Portent, particularly, we haven't seen that strategy like really move the needle significantly one way or the other. Um, so for any small businesses out there that you know would be concerned about it, but you have a very tight budget, you can't afford a third-party call tracking software, it would be... Uh, recommendation or my recommendation personally to use that option that AdWords provides that allows call tracking within at least at minimum the AdWords user interface. And while that may not be the perfect solution, it may be the best possible solution considering your options. Um, but again, there are many third-party softwares that will allow you to show a consistent single phone number for branding purposes to users while uh, you can accurately track everything. Okay, um, let's talk about uh, bid, bid automation. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the built-in bid automation that uh, AdWords provides, Um, but there's a problem for small advertisers, and by that I mean advertisers that have a limited budget, uh, in that the conversions don't happen frequently enough to teach um, Google's algorithms uh, the best rules for predicting uh, buying behavior, conversion behavior, of subsequent ad clickers. So um, have you run into that and any solutions for that? Yes. Uh, we have many small business clients where they you know, they have very small monthly budgets and they never get in any one campaign the amount of conversions recommended by AdWords to use that optimized bids for conversions or uh, successfully. Um, so what we recommend and what we do in these cases is that we keep bidding on manual. Uh, we do enhance CPC. Uh, to help us out in many, many cases. Um, And then we primarily rely on, uh, after building up enough conversion data over a very long period of time, sometimes it takes six months, sometimes even longer, 
uh, and we use those conversion insights, whatever we have, to implement automated bid rules uh, within an AdWords account, which are based solely uh, or primarily on click metrics instead of conversion metrics. And that's simply because, you know, we just don't have enough consistent conversion data within the past 14 or 30 days to really effectively. So I would recommend, you know, it will take some time to get enough long-term conversion data to get any significant learnings out of that, but then use that to set automated bid rules um, in your AdWords account where those rules are changed by like, you know, changes in click-through rate or changes in, you know, average ad position and try to correlate whatever insights and click click metrics that you have to your long-term conversion trends. And that's usually worked out fairly well, at least in Portland's case. Gotcha. One last thing. Um, I, I suspect that some listeners are not aware of the fact that uh, campaigns can be set up to generate phone calls uh, where the there is no option to go to the website. Rather, the only option is to click on a link or a little picture of a telephone and make a phone call to the local business. So um, why don't you describe how that works and how, to, how that's set up? It's basically, you know, it, it works exactly how, how you said it, David. Um, you set it up when you create a campaign in AdWords, there's a specific option to do a call-only campaign. And instead of, you know, making a destination URL or final URL, I should say, uh, you just put in your phone number there. Um, and it does usually appear as a call button on, on the search engine uh, results page. Um, I would only recommend that if a client literally did not have a website or if their website was in such bad condition that visiting that website would discourage somebody from Mm -hmm. actually buying from this business. Um, In as many cases as possible, I would ensure that you have a, a, you know, an expanded text ad with a proper landing page to go to so the user can find it, but then have that call extension uh, enabled, especially for mobile devices. Uh, to give the user the option to call you directly from the SERP if they so choose. Um, But otherwise, again, unless you have no website or a website that is in such bad shape that it's scary, uh, I would avoid the call-only campaigns. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Hey, we are unfortunately out of time, so um, I'm going to have to uh, thank you for being on the show. Um, But first, I want to make sure that uh, people in the audience know how to contact you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, you can find out, I talk about, uh, local PPC and much more on Portent's blog. You can go to portent.com, uh, and you can find a lot more information about Portent that way. My contact information specifically is Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at portent.com. Short and sweet. Yeah, totally. And that's, uh, P-O-R-T-E-N-T, Portent. Hey, thanks again, Ryan. I really appreciate your uh, participating in this. Thank you, David. It's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Good. Me too. And listeners, there's more fun ahead on the next episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 